0: Hi. So I'm pleased to, to share with you, English is not my first language, and I can assure you when I speak in French, I sound very, very intelligent. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So this is, not a, this is not a sermon. I will be sharing with you my thoughts as I've been struggling with anger and anxiety more this year than I would say. Uh, the last time I, I felt so much anger was when my parents got divorced when I was 12 or 13. Um, so I've been struggling a lot with that this year. And uh, when Wyatt um, gave me that passage, he, he he could not guess what I what I've, I've been what I've went through this year. So this was really a good text for me. So let let me read to you First Peter 5. Verse 6 and 7. And just for the pleasure of it. I'll read it in French afterward. Humble yourselves. Therefore under the mighty hand of God. So that at the proper time. He may exalt you. Casting all your anxieties on him. Because he cares for you. It's always better in French. Closer to heaven. Um. Humiliez-vous donc sous la puissante main de Dieu, afin qu'il vous élève au temps favorable. Et déchargez-vous sur lui de tous vos soucis, car lui-même prend soin de vous. Like I've said, I've been struggling with anger and anxiety this year. As I, I have not struggled with, with anger and anxiety like that for years. And... Um, so what, what I decided to do is to, to share with you my experience through this year and, and look into this text, what the Lord wanted to, I think, teach me, and He is still doing it at, at this moment, and, um, and, and share with you my struggles as a pastor um, with anger, anxiety, and taking care of, of people in our church who are suffering through anxiety. Um, and I hope this will be useful for you, and that you can find in in some ways to apply it to your heart uh, for yourselves. Um, I've been pastoring this church for 25 years, and, and and I love, I love those people in in Hope Church in Longueuil, and and the elderly women in the church all consider me as their son. Uh, so I have many mothers in that church. Uh, many of them are 80, 81, 78 years old. Um, uh, I've been taking care of couples in that church who've been through struggles, through hurdles. Um, so when, when we entered in, in, in the pandemic and I saw what was coming, um, I became fearful. To be honest with you, for, for maybe um, maybe two days, I was asking myself, am I going to die this year? And that, that, I managed with that pretty fast, pretty easily. I said, oh, well, that, that would be a good year to, to leave. I'm ready. That's okay. Um, so that was pretty easy. I don't think I felt anxiety and anger for myself. It's in my ministry that, that I felt that trying to take care of my people uh, through uh, everything that came with the pandemic, with people fearful, with the, the hurdles of trying to take care of, uh, of the church with all of the rules we had to go through. Um, so I, I'm, not, I'm not here, honestly, to, to criticize whatever government had to bring us through that. I'm praying for, for governments to have wisdom, but it has been very hard and um a few a few uh, maybe a month ago my wife was talking with her mother who's past her 70s and and she was crying at the other end uh, of of the phone because she could not come out of her apartment and she could not meet with her friends whom she have been been meeting for I don't know, maybe 10 or 20 years, they would go out for lunch on, on Friday morning and they would, they, they, they would meet on Sunday afternoons. Um, and then they could not even meet in the backyard. And, and, and I, know, I, I know what she was thinking. She was thinking, well, if I need to, to, to die in a year or two, how, how, why would I have to spend my last or, or, or maybe my last year in my apartment? <laughs> And my heart, my, heart, my heart was broken just hearing that. So, so I struggled a lot with anger. And at first, I, I, I did not see that it was fear that was behind that. I would be angry by the incapacity of uh, being able to help our people. Um, I'm a fixer. I'm a helper. I, I, I meet with people. I open up the Bible. We share. We talk. And I could do that. But oftentimes I could not. I could not take people in my arms. And, and just hug them. So I had to go and walk. And talk with the Lord. Um, and he had to. To show me that behind that anger was fear. Fear of what was coming up. Fear of not being able to take care. And there was a sense of wanting to protect our church. And I was not, I felt that I was not allowed to do it. But there was more behind that there was pride. Um, like I said, there was anxiety. Um, so this text is, is so so useful to me. And I hope, I hope what I share with you will be useful also. Peter says, uh, Humble yourself. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Um, what I was struggling with was that I was not allowed to help as I would have wanted to. What I was struggling with was that um, uh, I was seeing fear in the hearts of our people. um, And I could not fix that. I would have to go back to my apartment. I could go out and take a walk in the woods. I could make phone calls. I could preach on the web. But that's about it. When you pastor a church and you, you uh, accompany people in their last moments, you visit them at, at the hospital, one of the more, most important things that you can do is just reach out and grab their hand. I could not do that, I was not allowed. So I took walks and walks and walks with the Lord. I had to humble myself under his hand. The Holy Spirit brought back to me my theology. Is your God sovereign? Who are you serving? Do you think he lost it? I really had to humble myself. And recognize that my mighty God who raised my Savior from the grave was in control. I had to understand that there was pride there. I thought, I knew, I still know that I could do better. That's pride. That's sin. And when we, we, we look at those two verses in their context, um, the church in First Peter is, is suffering, and, and Peter is telling them, Be faithful. Be humble. For one day the Lord will come back. And you will be be honored. You will be honored for your faithfulness. This uh, this struggle of accepting the burdens the Lord put on us. And and being dependent on Him. And being humble. um, As to wait for Him to... To deliver us. This is, this is a pattern we see all through the Bible. Our first parents decided not to be humble. Uh, and take their destiny in their own hands. I had to humble myself. And how do we do this? We, we cast all of our anxieties upon him. Because he cares for us. So the Lord had to teach me that uh, this war would be won on my knees. Oftentimes when you, you want to help somebody who is struggling with, with anxiety, you're not living it yourself. You come, you sit down beside them, you listen to them. what's particular with this pandemic and this year is that we're all going through this all over the world. The whole world is living in fear, one way or another. So I had to minister to to our people, living my anxiety, my anger, my pride. And I had to go to... To some people who were living in fear of, of the COVID. Whereas my thought was, okay, Lord, I'm ready to go. So I could not come with arrogance and pridefulness. I had to reach out to them in their anxiety. And to be honest with you, I'm being more transparent on that today than I have been before my church all year long because i had to lead the church into obedience and 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 keep on being submissive to our authorities that's my role so how much can i open up without being a stumbling block for them so one thing that I find very interesting in, in, in that experience that we're going through all over the world is that we're all into this together, but leaving, living it from different perspectives. But still, as Christians, we, we have to minister to one another. I had to pour all of my anxieties before the Lord. Before the Lord... Believing that he was training my heart. He was taking care of me. He was taking care of the church. He is taking care of the church. Anxiety is an expression of our fears. To be honest with you, I don't think there's a day that passes without me being fearful. silly yet. I don't know the end of the story. But every day I go back to the Lord and I say, You are my sovereign God. One thing that my struggles taught me is to grow in prayer. I, I hate being passive. I just hate it. I want to fix things. And, and the Lord had to Remind me that I am not passive when I humble myself before the Lord and I go in prayer. One thing that I'm trying to teach our people at the church is that when we live, we live emotions, they might be bad, they might be good, but they're telling something to us. And, and since I have the Holy Spirit living in me, the only question I need to ask myself is, what do you want me to do with those, those, those emotions? Anxieties and fears come from ideas, but they're emotions. They're very real. They can grab your heart. What do I do with it? That anger comes from fear, but it came from a a a reflex, an intention to protect, to 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 take care of, of our church. That's good. What do I do with that? It came from fear of not being able to protect my people. Not being able to to bring the church together and pray and cry together. That's good. What, What do I do with it? So the sin does not come from the emotion. The emotion is expressing something I'm living within. And I need to learn to go to Scripture and listen to the Holy Spirit and ask What do you want me to do with that anger, with that anxiety? And then the Holy Spirit showed me it was pride. And it was that burden on my heart of taking care, of protecting. But I was not allowed. I was told, go back to your house. Stay put. Don't visit them. And I'm... I'm not, I'm not done with that. My, my wife is a teacher and um, one of her colleagues, uh, not Christian, her elderly mother learned three weeks ago that she had um, a cancer that would bring her to death in a few, few months. So she decided to ask for um, uh, assisted suicide. I don't know if you say this in English. Um, she's not Christian. That's, that's what she demanded. So I've been praying for, for my wife's colleague and for her mother ever since I learned that. And then my wife came back one day from work and she said, You know what? For the last week of that lady, up until Thursday, she will be allowed to have two visits per day. So she's asking to die even sooner. So I'm not done with anger. (laughs) Not yet. I was sharing that with a lady of our church, and she told me her mother, who is Christian, just wants to go and be with the Lord. She's tired of being alone in her apartment. I'm not done with anger. I'm not done with anxiety. It's a battle I'm struggling every day. But the Lord has showed me that this battle is lived on my knees. And the funny thing about it is that once once I fall on my knees and I recognize the sovereignty of my Lord, it's easier for me to accept that um, human beings above me might not take the good decision. I don't know. It's not upon me to decide. You see the context of this passage. Uh, just, just the verses before, Peter is telling to young people in the church to honor and obey the elderly in the church. They're leaders in the church. And then he gets into pride and humility and so it's a context for me of accepting authorities whom might not take the good decisions that I know they should take. I think they should take. But it's not, a, it's not upon me to decide. That's not my role. My role is to go and humble myself under the hand of the Almighty. I was getting to bed one night and the Holy Spirit brought back to me not from that passage but but that whole idea that I'm not involved in a humane battle against flesh and blood. That's a spiritual battle and I have access to the Almighty God who rules the earth and since then. I'm struggling with anger and anxiety, and I'm worshiping. Whenever I, I, I get at that place where <laughs> I just want to rule it my way, bring my sound counsel to our leaders. For the last few months, the Lord brings back to me Yannick. It's a call to prayer. your feelings, your thoughts you're having right now? Is the Holy Spirit calling you to prayer? To the throne of grace where everything can change because I'm humbling myself under the hand of the Almighty God. So I have access to power. I have access to the ruler of this world. He is the Almighty God. I've tried to reach out to um, the authorities in our, our province. And I've tried many doors without any answers. I don't anymore. I've understood I have access to the roller of the province of Quebec, of the country of Canada, of the whole world. And whenever I come back with anger and anxiety, I hear the Holy Spirit bringing back to me. Humble yourself, prideful man. Humble yourself. Do you really think I've lost it? Come and pour all of your fears upon me. For I'm taking care of you and your people. And this has released me to, um, to take care of the church, to reach out to people who live in fear of the COVID. Um, this verse, and I, will, I would like to end with that, this verse is the perfect. Um, what I want to say is that Jesus Christ is the perfect example of living this passage through. But he had, he had to work it out, he had to struggle. He had to struggle in that garden to, 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 to stay humble before his Father. because at that moment at that precise moment it seems that the plan did not make sense in his human experience so i don't know what you're going through what kind of anxieties you have and i decided to share it from my personal experience without even caring to apply it to different experience but sometimes it's 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 more real it's 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 more transparent. So I don't know what are your struggles with anxiety. But I invite you. I invite you. Just to fall on your knees. Bring back all of this sound theology. And remind yourself that our Lord Jesus Christ. In the moment where the plan did not make sense anymore. To his human experience. Humbled himself under the hand of the Almighty God so that God would raise him in good times. Let's pray. Almighty God, my dear Father, I come before you in all my weakness. And I want to worship you today. We want to worship you and recognize that although we live anxieties, we live fears, and we will keep on living moment by moment, from times to times, fear and anxieties. We want to confess that. Oftentimes, that comes from pride. Pride of not being able to do things as we think it should be done. It is good for our souls to come humbly before You. Wonderful Savior, Jesus Christ, who rules and have All powers over the world. It is good for us. Because you care for us. You gave your life for us. At no moment. Never do you lose it. Do we slip between your fingers? You hold us tight in your hand. So I wish to ask you and bring before you this world that you troubled. You troubled our hearts in your sovereignty. And I declare that this is good. This is good. Because you are sovereign. Whatever you allow, you allow for the good of your people. And I want to adore you. I want to be humble before you. And I have faith in you. You are a good and almighty God. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen.